1: You're listening to Wednesdays with wombat on SEN track with Toby McKinnon Horses that race in New Zealand he knows. When they have their first start in Australia, he tells us what oil Tom Ison uses in his car? Who knows? Night exports at gmail dot com or Garrick R Knight on Twitter. Garrick, how are you for the Ison report? <laughs> I'm good, thanks,
0: Valverde man. Yeah, you hit it. You have come out the gate swinging today. with hit me, hit me right in the sore spot there. A <laughs> the weak link in my uh, fantasy harness team. Yeah, me brothers uh, three weeks. Three weeks on, he's earned me 20 points, and he's cost 900000 So, and this week, no, just one drive. I was going to drop him, and then I listened to the podcast with the boys <laughs> from New South Wales, and they suggested to keep him in. So, against my better judgment, I left him in. And
1: wow. What about, yeah, here we go. what about the allegation from Blake Jones on the phone? I'm going to add him here. He says, if I'm in the top couple in the last week, I'm going to get the greatest Booker drives of all time. I'm going to change to Alan Bartley, put Alan Bartley in my team, and I'll pull out injured before the race meeting so I can steal the victory. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. I, was, I just made that up. I just made that up. But, yeah, no, it's a wonderful I mean, do, game. Do the, do the
0: corruption rules extend um, <laughs> to fantasy sports? I'm not sure if they do.
1: But if he has an injury on the day of a race meeting and he just happened to include Alan that week, like there'd have to be an inquiry, wouldn't there?
0: He could just tell her to do the dishes and she'll punch him in the face and then he'll be legitimately
1: injured. (laughs) I didn't know where you were going to go there. Wow. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) mate, do you follow tennis that closely?
0: Uh, Yes and no. I'm usually a big Aussie Open fan, but I'll I'll, I'll admit I didn't really watch it this year. But usually, I've got an okay grasp.
1: Well, one of the greatest players of all time, been in tournaments all around the world for as long as I can remember, and and both sex, male and female, plays in both, is this person wild card? And it's transferred over to harness racing and Scotty Ewan's training it.
0: Yeah, um <laughs> oh, it's I'm giving gonna, nothing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was that was tenuous at best. You were right there. <laughs> um We do we do have a lot of our, our local tennis tournament over here, the Auckland Open or whatever they call it, um Every year they have a couple of wild cards. The local, you know, our, our best tennis players are ranked 783rd in the world or something, so yeah, they yeah. throw them in there for a bit of excitement. Yeah, this this is this an interesting wild card. Um, I mean, he didn't debut until he was about five or six over here for Anna Donnelly. Her father, Brent, brought him as a yearling, broke him in. And then I, think I remember talking to her, Well, maybe you a story about him after he won his debut or something, and it was like uh, he was a bit of a rogue, so he put him out and then forgot about him. And so he didn't really... He was just sort of in a paddock for three or four years, and they bought him in, and it actually turned out to be it was quite a blessing in disguise because um, he was a handy wee horse over here. He had, he had a lot of gate speed, very good front runner. Um, no world beater, but certainly a good mid grade horse anywhere. And um, I think they probably only they. Sh- they maybe wanted to sell him, but they struggled a little bit because of age. But the Cranboard Harness Racing Club, I think they've got some initiative, have they? Where they've bought oh, the horse themselves and yeah. syndicated amongst their members, um, or something to that effect. And Great. yeah, I, don't, I think they'll have a pretty good, um, have a pretty good time. But the source is, yeah. Any time he draws front row, especially, um, he's going to be a good chance because he's, he's got that tactical early
1: speed. Yeah, initiatives the Cranbourne Harness Racing Club's middle name uh, made their body fantastic. To be honest, uh, Shepparton they
0: they, they they love poaching out our our um, trainers and drivers from over here in the North Island.
1: Um, yep, a couple ga- a couple going,
0: and uh, a couple more being approached. Yeah, but well, um,
1: why not? They're saving the sport on the eastern side of Melbourne without Cranbourne and the training centre. And what they've done over the last 15 years, the sport would nearly have died this side of town, but that's a whole other debate. So what they're doing... Uh, I, may, I tell you what,
0: with all the rain I've had here in Auckland the last three weeks, um, if someone from Hawaii or Fiji rung me up and offered me to move there, I think I'd take that opportunity as well. <laughs>
1: yeah, fair enough. Uh, Franco Novelist, race seven, number three at Sheppard. And Luke Bryant, someone who I don't recall buying too many out of New Zealand, so it's an interesting acquisition.
0: Yeah, Luke and um, Felicity Ravitelli Farms—they they've only just sort of come back into the game, I think. Um, they do know how to pick an agent. They um, they rang me, and uh, we've we've managed to uh, after a lot of patience. I'll give them credit—they were very patient, and very meticulous. We found the source eventually, and um, I think it's going to pay off. I know they're really happy with them. First up tonight, um, the last correspondence I got was that they were they were very impressed with them. So um his debut win over here in New Zealand was really good at Addington. He showed great speed from from an awkward position. I think he ran a sub-27 quarter. Um, yeah, Grace Bilney, I don't know. I can't can profess to know anything about her, to be honest. Um, I guess there's always a weak caution when there's a, a junior driver or a, a probationary driver against the older drivers. But um, this horse, I mean, if he can get away clean and, and settle handy-ish, I think he'd be pretty tough to beat.
1: I haven't spoken to Grace, but she she presents herself meticulous at the races, very well presented. She she looks like she's listening and learning when I, I've seen her like talking to a trainer or something. So I have no doubt that she's going to be successful just by the way she presents herself. If that makes sense.
0: It's half the battle. You yeah. got to impress the trainers are the ones that give out the drives.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. Now, mate, we're getting to into the real nitty gritty of it now. Saturday night, four runners across two states, starting first up from New Zealand in. Pretty key sort of horses too. Now invitation only, bit of banner with Puppet Alfred on the on their social media. Funny, he had Queen Alida in at a trial at Kilmore, which I saw. She ran fifth in the trial. And if you just saw the results, you'd say, gee, she went moderate, but she went really, really well. It was the perfect trial. And invitation only for Jason Grimson. He he led on it in the trial and he niggled at him the whole way like he was just he was just in cruise mode the horse. And he took about four steps to every other horse's 10, if that makes sense. He was just in absolute cruise mode. He, he was pushing him and niggling him the whole way round just to, to try and get a good hit out out of him. I was ultra impressed with him, and I think on race night, he'll really fire up a bit more, and I think there's a real horse here.
0: Well, you're you're sort of saying what I'm saying, but I I didn't see that troll. But Puffett had me believing the horse must have dro- dropped out by 30 lengths or something. No, um, Just see so he needed to get he needed to improve by the length of the straight. Um, look, hey, look, that's the hot field. Of course, Captain Ravishing, you yeah. think he'll be winning? Um, and Harania, interest-free. there there's some really serious types. But invitation only. Look, he's. He didn't impress me early on. He's a big, as you said, he's a big sort of dopey horse, um, but the motor's there. But he, the pennies dropped the last sort of three or four months. Tran and Christy Dalgetty, uh, they really had him humming. He seems to be better just off the speed and or doing work and having something to sort of focus on rather than being yeah. in front. Yeah. So hope, I think they'll be thinking maybe take a trail this week, um, probably behind the hot shot, I guess. And maybe t- t- they, uh, if Cameron Hart takes a tow rope out there with him, um, he might be able to stick tight <laughs> to um, Mark Pitt's cut, sulky, and they might finish second. But look, all jokes aside, I think once uh, Jason and Cameron Hart figure this horse out, uh, especially over the you know the more staying trips, mile and a half, even if they have got anything longer, that horse will come into his own. So maybe not this week's short course first up against the superstar. And the only decision now, uh, yeah, I got a bit of heat last night uh, from Syndicate Manager for perhaps and errant. Um, message I put on. Tim O'Connor, I think uh, he's um, got a share in this horse. Very excited and good luck yep. to the group. But, but this is a horse I tried to buy him. I don't know, a couple of months ago for less than $10,000. He was a 23 start maiden and he'd, he'd be going there or thereabouts and showing bursts of speed and, you know, a handy enough horse. And I just thought oh, he might be a nice way to pick up for someone at a cheap end. Well, they tell me, He's now a jet, according to the connections. Um, (laughs) Big raps within the stable, and they've put him in first up in the Group 2 Bonanza 100 grand race against Captain Ravishing. Now, we know Emma and Clayton would not be doing that if they didn't think this horse was up to it. So, blow blow me down. Um, Look, hey, I was going to say going from Palmerston North to Group 2 at Melton is a big step, but look... A certain horse called Keystone Dell. He won his first race at Palmerston North, and we know how well he turned out. So Hmm. never say never. Um, I'll be very interested to see how that horse goes, not just tomorrow, not just uh, Saturday, but going forward.
1: Do you you, you know the easiest way to improve a horse by 20 lengths? Um, How how is that, mate? Own it. (laughs) Own (laughs) it. That's one of the great lines, isn't it? You improve a horse by 20 lengths if you own it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, and there's a couple of uh, very regular listeners and great contributors to this show, the great Stu and big fella that uh, have got a share in the only decision as well. So uh, I don't think they'll be too fussed about what happens on uh, Saturday night. Hopefully they both can get out there and, and have a good night out at uh, at Melton on Saturday night. Now, let's move along, mate. Menangle, race five, number four, and these are some serious, serious, talented horses BD Joe in race five number nine, ultra uh, wise guy.
0: Yeah, look, uh, too, you're, you've hit the nail on the head there. Very serious horses. I know last week I was quite effusive about Old Town Road and how good he was, but BD Joe, I think, is another level again. Wow. I think, oh, all things being equal, you could I could confidently say BD Joe is the number two, if not number three, horse in the country here in New Zealand. A very very good horse, just. He showed that two starts to go when he wrenched. He came from off the speed and wrenched straight past Self Assured at Eddington in the Free For All before Christmas. Now we know how good Self Assured is. There's a 152 mile rate, and he wrenched straight past him. Um, he was one of the favourites for the New Zealand Cup, but he drew badly and got hemmed up. And copied That just went too fast. They couldn't catch him. Um, nothing could catch him. And then in the Free For All on Show Day, B D Joe. Taken back to last by the stable mate, which stopped in front of it. It was a non event. This is a very, very, very good horse. Um, always a caution first up. He hasn't raced for, for a while. I know he had a troll last week at Cowie. they were happy with, but you can't really be too much into that. They flew over yesterday, and I think, well, they're staying at Manangle. I saw a video this morning of them on the water, on the Aquagate, or whatever it is there, the water walker. Yeah. So, hey, look, I don't know who's driving, but, um, and, and this week's only 20 grander. I think they'll both obviously gain improvement from it, but going forward, you know, the big races, the Miracle Mile, that kind of thing, The especially BD Joe, these are horses to look out for. Older Wise Guy, probably a little faster, a little less brilliant, I would say is probably the best way. You know, BD Joe's a slightly better horse, yeah, more versatile, um, but Older Wise Guy, I mean, he'd Older Wise Guy beat Copy that at his last start. So, you know, that's all I need to say. Um, he's a very good horse in himself but I just feel like he's probably suited to the mile this week and has more early tactical speed I wouldn't be surprised if they light him up and he leaves
1: Neither in the market on the tab for the Miracle Mile and Akuda is $21 who's not coming Uh, there's a head scratcher for you Uh, Mm. Republican Party in in at Menangle as well race 6, number 5 and uh, this is the Honda Grattan $50,000 group 3 race
0: yeah, you'll, um, those who are on course on Saturday night, um, they'll have to rub their eyes when they see this horse. He is not that big. Yeah, okay. He, in fact, is what you would call a midget. Um, but what he lacks in size, he makes up for in heart and ability. He's a, he's a really, really good horse. Um, just, I mean, there was a big match race last time and, you know, with a cooter there, um on the whatever they called it, the Grand Prix day, the first week of Addington, uh, December at Addington, and look, it was a, it was a tough speed, and the Kuda got over the top of him and won. But before that, Republican Party, his runs have been super, very tough horse, can do work, Godspeed, loves a fight, very hard to get past. Crane and Christy Dalgetty, I think Carter's going to drive him this week in the Honda Grattan. and I think going forward, their plan is to have Blue Orange. Uh possibly if they qualify for the Chariots of Fire, I guess, will be the aim, I suppose, yep. um, early first up. So, yeah. Now, I was just looking through while I was talking to you. I thought the Telfers, their third horse, Carlua Flyby, that's gone over with the two that we just talked about. thought she might have beat him this week as well, but she's not. So um, we'll just leave that for now. But I'd say she'll show up next week in one of the settable fill- fillies race. She's one of our better fillies here as well, another one to keep an eye out for.
1: Thank you, mate. Ten seconds till the break. Uh, Thank you very much. We got through a lot of really good horses. Thanks, mate. See you next week. There's Gaddick Knight, and we thank him so much. What a great summary.